The day is over, but the night has just begun. This is WTMJ Nights, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue. Here's your host, Brian Noonan. All right, we were supposed to start right at the uh, chorus, but... Uh... We have not. Good evening. Welcome. It's going to take a minute, almost two minutes to get to where we needed to be on there, Justin, but that's all right. Hey, it's WTMJ Nights. Short version because, oh my goodness, what a big day. The long national nightmare is finally over. Yes, Aaron Rodgers has let it be known that he will be playing for the Jets. Now, nothing, the, the lines are not uh, dotted. The T's are not crossed, but everything seems to say that he is on his way. He said he intends to play for the Jets. That was on the Pat McAfee show. Uh, that leads us to our text question of the night. During the interview today, Aaron Rodgers said, quote, I am debatably the best player in franchise history, end quote. Do you agree? If not... Then who is? 855-616-1620. That is the old National Bank Talk and Text Line. If you're responding to the text question of the night, we will be uh, doing those throughout the show. And if you call in and share your thoughts, oh, my goodness, you'll be talking to Justin. Uh, he is the producer of the big broadcast. But how are you, Justin? What happened? Oh, man. I had the big boom. It was going to Brian Noonan. Bang. It was going to come in. Hall and Oates. She's gone. It was gonna. It sounded in my head. It sounded great. What happened? <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't even know. It just started from the beginning. I started freaking no, out back here, but no, it's not supposed to start at the beginning. I know, <laughs> I know. But we got the show rolling, and yeah, sure, yeah. Well, I got the show rolling, and that's uh, that's all right. Listen, I'm, it's we got an hour. We're not going to dwell on it. Uh, you know, just come on, come on. It's a big day. There's a lot of feelings. Emotions are raw, Justin. We have to be on top of things. People are people are either excited or they're heartbroken. We have to build that bridge. It's all about what uh, all about the feels now. And friends, we want to we want to open our open our WTMJ Knights counseling office to you for the next little bit and uh, let you vent either how happy you are that this yearly dramatic nightmare is over or how sad you will be that after 18 seasons Aaron Rodgers is no longer wearing the green and gold he's going to be wearing the green and white uh in New York slash New Jersey who knows uh you know they're called the New York Jets but they play in New Jersey they don't even play in their own stadium do they oh man haven't been haven't been a big story since Joe Namath was a Jet but anyway that's where that's where he's going today if you didn't if you didn't hear the whole Pat McAfee thing, uh, a number of big pieces of information came out of there. I should ask you, Justin, you know, you're a degenerate gambler. Uh, you probably had some money on when this trade was going to happen. How do you feel now that Aaron Rodgers, it appears, for all intents and purposes, yes. is no longer a Green Bay Packer? Oh, I'm smiling over here, Brian. I'm a Bears fan. We will be the kings of the north now. Rodgers is out. <laughs> 
Rodgers is out, and that was the next box to cross off on the Chicago Bears offseason wish list. So, All right. Well, now I know why you missed the music cue, because you are obviously drunk. Right. That's okay. Roger, uh, Rogers is gone, so I, I am happy. I'm very happy. Uh, well, uh, and I listen. think I think Packers fans should be happy too. Honestly, I think it's time it's it's time for time to move on. It, it's just time to leave. It is definitely yeah. time to move on. Uh-huh. There's no doubt about it. It's been time to move on probably for a couple seasons. But uh, Aaron Rodgers kept coming back. He claimed that uh, what before he went into the dark for the four to five. He you know. There were reports that it was four days on McAfee. He said, well, it's the better part of five days. All right, let's not dicker over a few hours, Aaron. You were sitting in the dark. He said before he went in the dark, he was about 90% sure that he was going to retire. Then, four days in the darkness, eating only at 6 o'clock. Then he claims that's the only uh, way he knew the passage of time, because dinner was at 6 o'clock. So he came out of there... And he had decided, no, in fact, he was not going to retire. He still had the fire burning inside him. But then uh, he heard that the Packers were shopping him around. And it was like, oh, all right, well, um, that's it. I'm going to be, uh, I'm, I'm staying. I'm going to play some more, and we're going to do that. He had a four-hour meeting last week with Jets owners and managers, management. Said he's ready to go, you know, Um He's, he claimed a lot of things. The uh, the debatably the best player in franchise history. Uh, I don't know. According to the two six two, the best player in franchise history must be based on championships won. That would be Bart Starr, followed by Arnie Herber. The drama queen is a distant fourth or fifth. Uh, James says Bart Starr is the best Packer, undoubtedly. Um, Dave. Coming at you, Justin. The Bears still suck. Okay. We'll see. We'll see what happens this year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, From the 2-6-2, because the Packers played the Jets last season, they won't again in typical conference rotation for at least four years, likely after Rodgers will be done playing there. The only matchup against Rodgers would be in the Super Bowl or a quirky situation where Green Bay and the Jets finish uh, prior season with similar records and get paired because of that. Uh, they, yeah, he's not. He won't be coming back to Lambeau to play as a as a uh, Jet. They also the Packers also said they they'll be putting him obviously in the Packer Hall of Fame down the road. So you can't listen. You can't take away 18 years of service to the team. The guy gave a lot a lot of wonderful moments to the Packers. But I think I you know. I agree with a lot of people. The drama the last few years has been ridiculous. Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? Is he going to retire? Is he going to be high on ayahuasca? What's he doing? Does he like the players that are with him? Does he uh, does he hate the players that are with him? Did he did he demand that all these players go to the Jets? Which, by the way, he says no. He did not give a list of players to the Jets, as has been reported. He, uh, you know, they talked about some players. And that was it. But he by no means made any demands. He claims that it's the Packers that are holding up the finality of this trade because they're trying to work on the compensation for him, which then led him to the the um, mo- debatably the greatest player in franchise history. Uh, Doug says it was very, very close, but I take Favre over Rodgers. He went to two Super Bowls. Rodgers went to one. Uh, Favre has a the long game streak of playing every game. Rodgers missed a lot. Other stats are very close. I'll take Favre. Uh, 
Uh, well, so did the Jets. So we'll see if it works out the same way. If the trajectory continues, if history repeats itself, uh, how long before Rodgers is in Minnesota? I don't know. Probably never. Uh, oh, Justin, the 414 saying the Lions will be king of the north. <laughs> oh, I'm seeing this. I'm writing it down. You're you mad. You... Here's what you you picked you uh, put your <laughs> listen you're a fan you put it all out there and that's the you know it's a dangerous thing up here the biggest ego in franchise history that's yeah that is Justin he does have the biggest <laughs> ego in franchise history I can't believe it I'm writing so these down Brian I'll, I'm gonna remember here. every single one of these comments <laughs> what that the people are saying the lions are gonna be they'll the see they'll see. Yeah. All right, listen. Uh, I don't know. Have you placed any? We know you love to wager. Have you placed any bets? I have not. I have not yet. I need, I need to put my What's money where my mouth is, though. I hope so. I hope you, you know, you're looking up the Vegas lines. Will the Bears be king of the North? Or, as you said, the Bears will be king of the North, according to you. What kind of odds are you going to get? How much are you going to put down? And how much uh, will you be either celebrating or... Or contemplating fleeing the country next January. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a long season. We'll see. It's going to be a long season. From the 414, Star, Favre, Reggie, all better than uh, Rodgers. I wonder, now, I want you to be honest with me if you are a Packers fan. Are you really happy to see him leave because you're excited about the Jordan Love promotion and the new, the new era? Or are you a little just angry because of the drama that has taken place in the last few off seasons? Now, you can be you can be looking forward to the new the new regime and maybe just say, "Look, the results just weren't there, and that's fine." But are we really are we really happy because we can't wait for the new, or we're just tired of the? garbage that has been piling up around number 12 for the last few years. I want to hear from you, 855-616-1620. That's the Old National Bank talk and text line. Old National Bank, get old. More with you and more about Aaron Rodgers saying bye-bye, everybody. After this, WTMJ Nights. You're listening to WTMJ Nights. Brian Noonan, I am not the bearer of bad news, but I am the continuer, continuing bearer of bad news. Or maybe it's good news to you. Aaron Rodgers said he intends to play for the Jets next season. Uh, the deal is all but done. The Packers, he says, in his words, are dragging their heels uh, based on the compensation they're trying to get for him. We will be joining the WTMJ ESPN simulcast of an Aaron Rodgers special at 7 o'clock. So if uh, they'll be covering it, I'm sure, more in-depth. But we want to cover it here, too. I want to know from you how you're feeling about this. 855-616-1620. That's the old National Bank talking text line. And are your feelings based on purely performance, or are they based on the drama that has engulfed the Packers the last few off seasons. Peter's been hanging on. He's in Illinois. Hi, Peter. Hello. Hello. Uh, great show. And Thanks. I agree with most everything that, that has been said. Um, in my opinion, uh, you know, 
Aaron Rodgers is obviously one of the greatest Packers of all time, but he's not the greatest. That I would agree that that would be Bart Starr. And I believe okay. that uh, Brett Favre is number two, and Aaron Rodgers is number three. I mean, they're all elite quarterbacks and probably in the top 15 or 20 all time of the NFL. Um, but the reason I say that all this is because um, Aaron Rodgers possibly might have the greatest talent of any Packer quarterback. But he's not the greatest because the greatest – uh, performs the best in the biggest games, and Brett uh, and uh, Aaron Rodgers was a great regular season quarterback, but not a great playoff quarterback. Right. Yeah. Not a, he he uh, underachieved, and I think he possibly has some leadership issues. Um, so for all those reasons, in he's number three. Uh, all right, and I'm mostly I'm mostly happy that he's leaving but also sad that I believe that an era is over. Um, but also very excited about Jordan Love. And, uh, you know, who's, who ever dreamed that Aaron Rodgers would have been as good as he was? So we don't know how good uh, Jordan Love is. Exactly. Be. You're never going to know until the kid gets his chance. They drafted him in the first round for a reason. Peter, I appreciate the call. Thank you very much. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, there's, you know, people are happy, people sad. Let me know. And and be honest. Be honest about why you're happy. Is it like Peter Peter made a good point. Rodgers is not doesn't seem to be a playoff quarterback. Now he did I don't want to in the text question of the night, I'm not misrepresenting it. He did say that. That was part of the quote where he said he is debatably the best player in franchise history. Uh and that's the question, do you agree and if not why? But here's the rest of it. I am debatably the best player in franchise history, he said. Quote, I'm in the conversation for sure. What's not debatable is I'm the longest tenured Packer in history. You can debate the first part, obviously. Bart, Brett, a number of names have been incredible. But you can't debate that anybody has been there longer than I have. And nobody has bled green and gold like me. I mean, I love that city. I love those fans. I love that region. And I've never been a free agent. I've never even got there. Yeah, the team has done it. But I've never said, you know, you know what, let me test free agency here. I kind of want to get out of here. This weather, whatever it might be, I need a new place. No, it was never any of that, never that. I loved Green Bay. I do love Green Bay. I mean, I love the people, end quote. So that was the full thing, and, um, you know, that's why we brought up the text question. Let's take a quick break. We come back. We'll uh, take some more of your calls. I've got a lot of texts that I'll get to regarding Aaron Rodgers heading off to New York City. Get a rope. It's WTMJ Nights. The night is still young. More of WTMJ Nights coming up next. You're listening to WTMJ Nights. Hit the road, Jack. Don't you come back. Yeah, I'm sure uh, there are a lot of people singing it. I, too, am, was done with the drama. A lot of people weighing in on the old National Bank talk and text line. You can, too, 855-616-1620. Um, 
Maybe Aaron will pull a Brett Favre and, oh, show his little jet. We don't know. That's allegedly never. We don't know. Uh, Jeff says, I think Rodgers would be better suited to be a Viking. The purple helmet matches his personality. Wow. All right. Some of these I, some of these I cannot. Uh, you'll have to read some of these texts yourself, Justin, because some of them I can't finish. Or uh, this would be the final show. From the 262, I gave up on Rodgers and lost all respect for him once he made Pat McAfee his primary outlet for all his, quote, thoughts and feelings, end quote, mostly ignoring local media. He's sly, passive-aggressive, and smug, and has aged out of MVP skills, so it's time for love, a fresh young QB. All right. Somebody giving you some love, Justin, on the... Uh, uh, it's neither Hall nor Oates, by the way. They uh, May I say what a treat it is to hear you on a regular basis? You and Justin make good radio partners. Wow, Justin. Hey, thank you. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Look at look that. Look at that. Bumped up. Very nice. Uh, Doug says, I agree with Justin on the Bears there. Very interesting. Uh, Love Fields and DJ Moore. I see 10 wins. They had a lot of close games last year. All right, you got one supporter so far, Justin. That's good. And then Judy, who loves you. Um... Personally, all this Rogers stuff has become exhausting. Good luck, Aaron. Thanks for the memories. Go pack, go. That's it, Michael. That's I think that's perfectly said. It had become exhausting, and you know, eighteen seasons with the Packers. That's good. You you wish the guy well. You see you later. You, you send him on his way. Being a great Packer isn't all about athleticism. Attitude plays a higher role, especially in the state of Wisconsin. That from Matt. 60% ready to move on to the love era and 40% sick and tired of Aaron's antics. That seems to be about that seems to be where most of our uh most of our listeners are falling. They're they're ready to see it go. David Burlington Rogers said he wouldn't act like Favre in the end. Nope, Rogers complained about the newer receivers not doing what he wanted, but he wouldn't put the time in with them in preseason. Brady adjusted to his contract to keep or get good players. Rodgers took care of Rodgers. Again, from Dave in Bloomington. Found uh, Bye Bye Love by the Everly Brothers. <laughs> there you go. I'm excited about love. Potential is there. He could turn into another Mahomes, and there is a lot of talent around him and more to come in the trade. This is the year of Aaron Jones from uh, the 414. I just came out of a four-day darkness retreat with higher... Ayahuasca tea. What are we talking about? Nothing. We're just, we're just talking about our spirit guides. And we're also talking about the news because we have to get to the WTMJ 24-hour breaking news center. That's where Wyatt Barmore Pooley has been waiting patiently for 40 seconds. Come on, start that love train. Looks like it's going to be starting in Lambeau this season. If you've been uh, under a rock all day, you know the it, it appears, for all intents and purposes, the Aaron Rodgers deal is done. He said today on the Pat McAfee podcast that he intends to play for the New York Jets this upcoming season. Um, you know, they signed Lazard the other day, so the Jets, the Jets are ready. They want to make a run for a championship, but the Packers seem to be, you know, it's going to be, at first it's probably going to be a little rough. If you remember, when Aaron Rodgers' first season, they were 6-10. and 10. But that was in 08. Then the following year they made the postseason and they won the Super Bowl two years later. Now, do we know if Jordan Love can do this? I, I don't know, but, you know, dare to dream, right? 
So we're going to be taking your your thoughts and feelings uh, about the Aaron Rodgers news for the next, I don't know, 24 minutes. Why only 24 minutes? Is that my attention span? I don't know. Perhaps it is on this issue. But uh, at 7, 7 o'clock, we will be joining a simulcast, WTMJ and ESPN. They are airing a special Aaron Rodgers program. We will be going to that at 7 in advance of Brewers Baseball, which comes your way at 8.30. From the 414, from the old musical South Pacific, I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair. The chorus in that phrase repeated three times, followed by, and send him on his way. Yes. Uh, you a fan of musical theater, Justin? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm the biggest fan, but I've gone. I feel like a do you know the Do you know that reference, the South Pacific reference? I do not, know. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. That's okay. I'm not cold. Well, I don't, I don't know about that. It was <laughs> very old. Uh, it was a film as well, so you know probably could have got it, uh, could have got it there. But why would you? I'm, I'm going to be honest. You don't have to worry about uh, not knowing that. All right, uh, we'll shift gears a little bit because I found this very interesting. How many of us have come home or been at home, and maybe we were out and we had a few cocktails? Or we were sitting around watching a movie, we had a few beers, and now we're feeling pretty good and we're in the comfort of our own home, and we're on our iPads or our computers, and all of a sudden the urge to spend some money overtakes you. And suddenly, after a few drinks, you've dropped a couple hundred bucks online shopping. I didn't realize this was a big phenomenon, but it is. Uh, drunk shopping is what it's called. And according to Finder.com and their latest consumer research, the drunk shopping habit has reached $14 billion annually. $14 billion. It begs the question, please, tell me what you've bought when you were drunk. And do you regret it, or was it the best thing you've ever done? 855-616-1620, that's the old National Bank talking text line. I am, I am truly looking forward to your answers on this one. Uh, I got to ask you, Justin, because I know you've probably made bets when you were drunk. Have you ever bought anything <laughs> when you were drunk? Uh, food. I think, See? yeah, food's the number one thing that would come to my mind, but it's like impulsive. Like, it does not matter what it is, I will buy it. <laughs> that is one of the top things that people say they buy when drunk. And I don't even count that as drunk shopping. Yeah, I wouldn't Cause, either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I've done that. I can't count how many times in my life. I don't think buying food after you've been drinking counts as drunk shopping. But in this in this research, they lumped it in. Because that's... I was trying to remember if I had ever, you know... Uh, back in the day when oh, my wife was huge into Beanie Babies, back back when they were popular. And there used to be a show on one of the shopping channels, and it was hosted by two dudes who now I think sell knives on the uh, Home Shopping Network or whatever, QVC or whatever network it was on. But these guys sold Beanie Babies. And there were a few times when I had had a few, and I would just sit there watching it and go, oh, man. I gotta buy that Taurus the Bull. That's what we need. I gotta buy that bull. It's gonna be a good investment. Thankfully I never pulled the trigger because I would have woken up the next day and I paid three hundred dollars for a bean bag? What kind of lunatic am I? But I never woke up the next day and went, I spent twenty dollars on four whoppers? 
and there's only one left in the fridge, hmm, you know, maybe a little regret, but not that much. And definitely not in the moment. That's When you buy food drunk, it is by far the best food you've probably ever eaten. You know, drunk shopping equals sober returns uh, from the 262. The uh, All right, 17% of respondents noting, noted that they had made purchases under the influence of alcohol in the past 12 months. I have not other than probably something to eat. Survey revealed that 26% of men shopped drunk versus 10% of women. That surprises me to no end. And ladies, don't at me. Don't dox me or cancel me or whatever you want to do to me unless you just want to give me a big old hug. Uh, I figured the ladies would be shopping more after a couple glasses of Chablis. You know, you come home from book club, you're a little bit tipsy, put on your yoga pants, and you start online shopping. That's a horrible generalization, but I'm going to stand by it. Um, the average man spent, the average spent, rather, the average dollar uh, amount spent while under the influence. Justin, I'm going to give you a guess. I'm going to give you an over-under. So I don't uh, put you too much on the spot. Over under two hundred and fifty dollars for the average spent while under the influence. Oh, sh- well, I'm, I know you I like to bet. Under. Over under are usually a good bet. <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'll go under, but I got a feeling I'm wrong. Yeah, you should have gone with the over. Yeah, yeah. Always bet the over. <laughs> Life is too Not short always. to bet the under. Yeah, listen, whatever. Take it, take it, no risks. $309. $309 is the average amount of money spent under the influence. Uh, when asked about the type of products purchased, apparel and food were tops. So see? So if you had bought some food and then a snazzy sport coat, Justin, you would have been right on the top of the uh, research pyramid. So those each garnered 47%. And again, I am going to say that buying food does not count as drunk shopping. Buying food when, you're, when you've had a couple of drinks counts as survival. That's all. All right, I'll, keep, I'll give you some more of these uh, numbers, break down the demographics, and I want to hear what have you bought while under the influence, 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talk and text line. I'm Brian Noonan. It's WTMJ Nights. The night is still young. More of WTMJ Nights coming up next. Brian Noonan, WTMJ Nights. New uh, consumer research has found out that the drunk shopping habit that we have here in this country has reached $14 billion annually. What have you bought while under the influence? 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talking text line. Let's say hi to Jeff in Fox Point. What's up, Jeff? Hi, Brian. I've done it twice, but the funnier of the two is probably during the pandemic when I was drunk and I was watching binge-watching Miami Vice. And I decided to go online and pair, and purchase a pair of lavender Don Johnson esque pants. Ooh, I like that look—the lavender linen linen look pants. How did yeah, it go over and, the um, next morning when you sobered you up? I was a little upset with myself because because they were like like 120 bucks, but I did wear them to work like three weeks later, and I got my money's worth. I'm not drunk though; I was sober when I went to work. 
No. <laughs> All right. But the, the, you you get some compliments? Everybody like the pants? Yes, I did get some compliments, um, but I, I did not tell anyone like like what the circumstances were when I purchased them. That's probably best. Why ruin Why ruin a good compliment with uh, a story that may or may not, uh, you know, reflect badly on you? I like yeah, it, Jeff. Then, Thank you for the call. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Up. Oh, oh, he's gone. I would have. Listen, I would wear lavender pants. I'm not afraid of that. I think that's, you know, if they fit nice, they look good, as long as you didn't get, like, the teal blazer and the uh, pink T-shirt to go with it to do a whole Miami Vice look. But now you're too young to remember this, Justin. Miami Vice, those that look in the uh, late 80s, forget about it. Everybody wanted to dress like uh, Miami Vice. Oh, man, it was it was the way to go, the way to go. John is in Kenosha. Hi, John. Welcome to uh, the show. Hi, Brian. How you doing? I'm great. So what'd you buy when you were under the influence? Well, it was the day before she passed away. I bought the Italian movie poster for Raquel Welch's Kansas City Bomber. Ooh. I like that movie. I like Raquel yeah. Welch. Were you... When you woke up the next day, were you disappointed in that purchase? No, All right. not. It was only seventy dollars, and I jumped on it because the only other two I had seen were three hundred. Didn't like it that much. Oh man, four seventy dollars. I bought it. Then I'm looking at the dimensions after I buy it. I'm like, they had to put the wrong dimensions up. No, I now have a four and a half foot by six and a half foot Kansas City bomber. <laughs> the bomb of the Kansas Where? City. I love the movie. I remember. If you rarely do you get a good roller derby movie. But where where are you going to hang this thing? I have no idea. I plan it's a it's going it's a two it's a it's a fold out poster. It's two pieces. I definitely have enough room oh. on my wall now. But bad. Well, it sounds like you might have to move, John, to get uh, just to be able to frame this and put it up. Thank you for the call. That's now that's a great one. I wouldn't mind a Raquel Welsh Kansas City bomber poster. I don't know if four and a half feet by six and a half feet is the dimensions that I would need. Probably not. From the 262, texted in, sitting in something like this at a friend's, feeling fine after a few drinks. Then I bought these, and they look like uh, lounge, like garden chairs, outdoor chairs, but almost like rocker recliners with a little shelf on the side. And it looks like he, he bought a pair of them. They look comfortable, but I don't know... I don't know. Sometimes they look comfortable online. They're not really comfortable there. Um, yeah, I am. Uh, I am glad that I don't have. Yeah, I. I was racking my brain all day seeing this. Uh, just so you know, for the Democrat, uh, the Democrat, the t- demographics, thirty-three percent of Gen Y were drunk shoppers versus twenty-eight percent for Gen Z, eight percent of Gen X, two percent of baby boomers. Yeah, but you got to figure Gen Y grew up. And I guess Gen Z did too on the internet. So that's how they're used to. Uh, that's how they're used to shopping. Baby boomers, not really. We didn't do it. Oh, Jeff sent a picture of his lavender pants. They're fantastic. That's a very light lavender too. Do you see that picture, Justin? <laughs> I do. Would you wear lavender pants? I do. I love them, Jeff. They look good. All right. You'd wear them. You'd wear some lavender pants running around town. Yeah, I'd rock them. I, I would hope you would. Well, of course, if you put them on, you'd be rocking them. There's oh, no oh I, rock, I rock anything, Brian. Come on. 
listen, I you're getting a little full of yourself. What was that text? Biggest ego in the organization? <laughs> uh, no, I'm sure you do. You know, fifty-two um, percent of Gen Y a drunk shop for clothes, shoes, and accessories. For are you Gen? Are you Gen Z or Gen Y? Where would you put yourself? Uh, probably Gen, Gen Z. Gen Z. Forty-four percent of you guys uh, bought. All, all bought the same thing: clothes, shoes, and accessories. Thirty-six percent uh, of Gen X and Baby Boomers bought the same thing. Forty-five percent of Baby Boomers and Gen X shop drunk for food. Fifty percent for Gen Y. Forty-three percent for Gen Z. Uh, the research also showed that people who made more than a hundred thousand a year shop drunk more than those who made less than that. Yeah, you know why? Because people who don't make a hundred thousand dollars. They spend their money on getting drunk. Then they realize they ha- they don't have tomorrow. <laughs> they don't have they don't have extra money rather to uh, to then buy clothes drunk. Um, all right, from the two six two. Now this is Justin. You weren't with us last night, but I don't know if you remember. A couple weeks ago, we had somebody text in. They needed help with a poem, and we had our poet laureate write him a poem. Last night, they texted back. They needed some haikus. Uh, I whipped off three haikus immediately. And um, Tommy came, Tommy used uh, ChatGBT to come up with a haiku. Uh, according to our texter, they're back. Tomorrow I have to turn in my haiku for my class. Kind of weird, but it's okay. All right, listen. Friday night we're back. Tomorrow uh, we're off because of the Bucks game. Friday night we're back for our big St. Patrick's Day celebration. 262, I would love it if you would not only share the haiku you're turning in for school, but then write us a haiku about St. Patrick's Day. And uh, text us on Friday. From the 773, I booked an ice rink for my six-year-old birthday party under the influence. $650 for an hour. I regretted it the next day. Oh, man. That is horrific. 650 bucks for an hour. What did you think? You were rocky trying to take Adrian on a date? He didn't pay that much for that, uh, that ice rink. All right, we got to do this. Then we'll come back. We'll start wrapping things up because it's 7 o'clock. We are going to join a simulcast between WTMJ and ESPN for a special Aaron Rodgers program. That's after the uh, after 7 o'clock. But right now, we've got to do this on WTMJ Nights. All right. It's time to start wrapping things up here on WTMJ Nights. Uh, we got John from Kenosha sent us a picture of his... Kansas, his Italian Kansas City bomber Raquel Welch poster that he bought, La Bamba of Kansas City. Man, there's Raquel in her jersey looking good. That is a sharp poster. Uh, you know, again, the dimension's a little much, but not too bad. Uh, in just a couple of minutes or a minute or so, we're going to be going live to join the WTMJ ESPN simulcast of a special Aaron Rodgers show. Then that's going to go till about 8.30, and then it's uh, it's time for Brewers Bay. Can you believe we're saying Brewers Baseball, Justin? It's oh, that time of year again. It's that time of year. It's that time of year. Baseball is back. Are you going to throw out – now, you throw out a hot take about the Bears earlier. Are you going to throw out a, uh, a hot take oh, about yeah. another Chicago team? Oh, yeah, team you ready for this? Uh, root for the Brewers. Right before we get out of here. What's that? Cubs are going yeah, to finish ahead of the Brewers in the division. Wow. Mark the tape. We don't have tape, but mark something. Write it down. 6.58 p.m. Justin. Wow. 
going out on a limb. Well, we will see. I'm gonna I'm gonna remember all this stuff. I have I have a memory that unfortunately you will not be fond of. Yeah, we do have to get out. We got to go. All right. Have a great night. We'll talk to you Friday night for our big St. Patrick's Day show. The WTMJ ESPN simulcast of the Aaron Rodgers special comes up right after this.